Thanks for taking the time to listen to this NHS Employers podcast. For all the latest NHS HR workforce information, visit www.nhsemployers.org. Hello, my name is Paul Taylor. Welcome to the May 2015 episode of the Dudecast. It's a special episode today with a report from the ODN Europe conference. More on that later. In the meantime, let's say hello to everyone around the table with me today, and we'll start with Rebecca. Hi, it's Rebecca Watts here from Health Education England and NHS Employers. Hi, Raquel Derivo from NHS Employers. Hi, it's Jan Worthy from NHS Employers. Hi, Karen, Karen Dumay from NHS Leadership Academy. Hi, Catherine Winterburn from Yorkshire and Humber Leadership Academy. Hi, everyone. We're going to start with a quick recap of last month's highlights with Raquel. Hi, everyone. During the year, we'll be publishing a series of blogs related to our five priorities one of which is culture change. This month, Jamie Parker, the leadership and OD lead from Gloucestershire Hospitals Foundation Trust, wrote a great blog called Gloucester's Golden Ticket. Jamie describes how they have used innovative methods to engage staff. Jamie describes it as encouraging the good, helpful, productive elements of our culture and in doing so also diminish the negative aspects. So a big thank you to Jamie for sharing your work. We also celebrated not one, but a whole team of OD superstars from the Nottingham University Hospitals NHS Trust OD team. Rebecca Carlin, Ian McBride and Paula Ward build and develop capability and capacity by delivering bespoke pieces of work for their clients and customers. We know they do a great job and we're delighted to showcase their work on our Superstars Hall of Fame. Do you know someone who should be recognised for their outstanding OD contributions? If so, please email rebecca.weber at nhsemployers.org. Now it's over to Karen, who has some exciting news about this year's OD in the NHS conference. Thanks, Raquel. Um, Well, we've got some hotly anticipated news. Uh, For the last two years, we've organised and hosted a free conference for the OD community to come together, learn from great speakers and share their work across the NHS. This year, for our third one, we're going bigger and better than before. I'm really pleased to announce that OD and the NHS3 Forward Thinking Different will take place on Wednesday, 15th of July in London. We're moving to a new venue this year, the Etcetera venue at St Paul's, which is a great space and very easy to get to. We'll have 200 free places for our NHS OD community and bookings will open on June 1st. For the last two years, it's been a bit of a scrum to get places and we've had to use waiting lists. This time we wanted to do it a bit differently so that it's not a first come first service rush as that sometimes feels a bit unfair if people are on holiday when bookings open or they can't make that deadline. So this year we'll have a window of time between Monday June the 1st and Wednesday June the 10th where you can send your details to our events team. We'll then confirm places with everyone by June the 15th. That way we can make sure that everyone has an opportunity to put their names forward and that will allocate places fairly across organisations to make sure there's a good balance across the country. The conference title is Forward Thinking Different, which reflects our theme for this year. What's the OD contribution to the five-year forward view, and how can we think differently about the issues that are facing our organisations? We're working on the agenda and we'll publish an outline when bookings open on June 1st. There's two new things this year that we're going to tease you in. Firstly, there's going to be an optional half-day workshop the day before the main event, June 14th. We'll have 50 free places for those who want to join us and take part in a large group intervention focusing on culture change. We're delighted to be designing it in partnership with Gemma Kirk and colleagues at the North East Ambulance Service, 
and more information will come out on that soon. And secondly, we're talking with colleagues outside of the NHS to explore the possibility of having a few exhibition stands at the event so that you can browse some interesting stuff during the breaks. OD in the NHS 3 is already shaping up to be our biggest one yet. We really hope that you'll be part of it. Thanks, Karen. It's great to hear about plans for the conference. Now we're going to hear from Catherine with a quick update on the OD Capability Project. Thanks, Paul. It's been a busy month since my last update. I've met with Carolyn Norgate and Julia Petheridge, who led the Capability Project last year, and they were really helpful in shaping the way forward for this next stage of the work. I've also spoken with the LDP leads to find out what they're offering in terms of OD development across the regions. And we've also been out on the road having face-to-face -face focus groups with folk from the OD community. All of those conversations have been insightful and illuminating, so thanks to everyone who took part. Our OD capability survey is still live, although it does close in the first week of June. So if you haven't yet had the chance to complete it, please visit the website and give us your feedback. We do want to make sure that lots of people have had their voices heard as part of this work. The next stage of the work is to synthesize and analyze all this data, so I'm heading off to a darkened room for a while. I'll be sharing our early findings at the West Midlands OD event on the 2nd of June, and then testing out the recommendations at a session in London on the 6th of July. In the meantime, if you would like any more information about my work, drop us an email to do.od at nhsemployers.org. Thanks, Catherine. The work's going really well so far, and we can't wait to see what happens next. Now, listeners, we're going to take you out of the room and transport you through the miracle of technology to two places. First of all, we're off to hear from our Rebecca Watts, who at this moment is part of the blog squad at the CIP L&D show. And then once we've heard from Rebecca, we have a special report from the ODN Europe 2015 conference, where we spent two days immersed in OD theory and practice. But first, let's say hello to Rebecca, who at this moment is in London's Olympia Conference Centre. Hi everyone, oh, so exciting introduction there. <laughs> it's Rebecca here live at the PIBD L&D show where I'm part of the blog squad for this year. So far it's been a great opportunity to see lots of fab speakers and capture some key learning. And I'm really proud to be representing the NHS and DOD at this event. So far I've been to two sessions and my highlights have been, well, I went to a session on the power of purpose and building resilience from Tim Munden and Nick Pope where they share their 2020 spirit vision at Unilever, their well-being as a key enabler for a purpose-driven organisation. Their mantra was, we win because we care, and I found that really interesting to have winning and competition juxtaposed with caring and compassion. Also, they talked about why a group of great leaders can sometimes only be average as a collective force, which was likened to a torch, and I really like that analogy. It's not about changing the batteries of the torch, but it's the connection and changing those to make them shine brighter. My second session focused on diversity and inclusion in talent management. One of the case studies was Stephen Frost focused on the diverse workforce of London 2012 and how they ensured that L&D was self-managed by the games makers there. One thing that sat with me really well was that Stephen talked about a hands-up culture which tends to ignore the introverts and those with great skills who may not be as forthcoming to share them. And as an expert myself, that's something I really need to be mindful for going forward. So great session so far and lots of chance of wisdom. Um, you can follow the hashtag uh, CITGLDshow. Um, these will be available well after the event, so please check them out. Back to the team. Thanks, Rebecca. Keep up the good work there. Uh, now we're going to take you to Roffey Park, where Duo D and some super guests from the NHS 
were part of the ODN Europe 2015 conference last week. ODN Europe, for those who don't know, is the European chapter of the Global OD Network. We're a founding sponsor of ODN Europe and we would really encourage you to be a member. You get access to the OD Practitioner Journal, uh, plenty of online resources and fantastic learning experiences like the annual conference. This year we took four guests with us and over the course of the two days we got together to talk about what was making an impact for them. So we start on the evening before the conference after a fireside chat with three of the OD greats, Mian Chung Judge, Jean Newman and John Scherer. I was really struck by the diversity that exists which sort of underpins people's intention to work with organisations to get them to be as great as they can be, actually. That was really, really interesting to reflect upon. The one part that stuck out for me was around um, talking about the practice of OD in getting the system to investigate itself. And for me, where it struck was we, we are sometimes charged to go into a system and point at faults, and that, that to me, it, it, it's never felt right. So about getting the system to look at itself and support it and looking in its mirror. At the end of day one, very late in the evening, we caught up with our NHS colleagues and we all sat around a table for some reflection on the day. I'm Lucy Hewitson, Head of Communications and Organisational Development at NHS Bexley Clinical Commissioning Group. I'm Nicole Lloyd, I work for the NHS Business Services Authority. I'm Tracy Watson, I work at Northumberland Tyne and Weir Mental Health Foundation Trust. I'm Lucy White, I work at South Tyneside NHS Foundation Trust. I'm Abigail Hopewell, I work at Great Ormond Street Hospital. Okay, welcome. So it's five past ten at night, um, <laughs> we're all a bit tired, it's been a long day. Um, what's your impressions of ODN Europe so far on day one? How's it been? I, I'll go first, I can say, uh, it's Karen. Um, yeah, no, this is my second year here and I have found it really uh, stimulating today. Partly, I think one of the words that's really stuck out in my head is connection. So I've made a lot, had really some great conversations and connections. And uh, there was a webinar this afternoon, which is all about Dialogic OD by Gervais Bush. And I thought that was really brilliant and really gave me lots of food for thought about what I could do, what I could change. So that was something that really stood out for me. How about for others? How's it been for you? Uh, this is well. Uh, this is Abigail. This is my first conference, um, and it's been a really rich day, very packed, lots of stuff to take in. My brain felt a bit oversaturated by the end of the day, just because of how much there was to think about and absorb and reflect on. Um, two big things really came out for me. One was, um, which I'm trying to practice now, which is about how we use our body when we are um, in conversations or when we're doing OD things and how, how we can use our bodies to influence the, the nature of how those kind of conversations might evolve. And just very simple things about thinking about how we breathe and visualising our breath. So visualising our breath coming up our back and then coming down through, through the front of our body. And when we're breathing out, uh, thinking of somebody who makes us smile, just to get ourselves centred and get ourselves grounded, which I thought was a really powerful image, but something that stuck with me throughout the day and I'm trying to do it now um, and then the other thing was I went to a session about looking at stories and using stories within OD interventions to get people to think about situations that they're in and thinking about using writing as a means to help them reflect on things but writing using different genres and different characters and I found that really really interesting and it's something that I really want to practice doing actually so great. thank you I find myself sitting up there and going, right, how am I sitting here? What am I thinking of? Thank you. 
Um, go on, should I go? Oh, hi, it's Lucy from Bexley CCG. Um, this is my first conference. I found it really, really interesting and I've learned so much that I can't wait to take back to my local NHS workplace. Um, for me, the highlight was probably a session called Making Every Journey Matter, um, which was a, about a change project Transport for London are implementing. Um, I was really impressed by how much work goes into one particular project and for something that is so relevant and, and resonates so much with the NHS. So TfL have got lots of challenges around an increase of um, passengers, but they've got very old assets in terms of, you know, the, tra uh, the transport system was built in Victorian times. And I think that resonates with us for the NHS in terms of we've got an increasing old, um, population that's living longer um, and we've got less money coming into the system and we've certainly got some older, ho older hospitals and I think some of the systems and the practices that they're using would certainly be useful for us. So I'm quite excited by some of the things I've learned today to take back. Brilliant. Thank okay. you, Lucy. Okay, I'll go on here. It's uh, Lucy from South Tyneside. Um, two things really, I think um, from this morning there was a session on four ways of knowing and it took us through a, a case study which linked into theory, which the, that, that balance really resonated. So they were able to go through the theory and then applied it to the actual case study. And it was through experiential learning and, and taking us through that model that really sort of hit home and, and, and made sense. It made that connection, I think, it brought it to life. And then this afternoon, in being involved actually in one of the sessions and, and telling a story so I was able to based on the, the, the my colleagues before me and then sort of tell it in real life terms and, and again bring their theory to life that that was a big thing brilliant so putting it in action straight away yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> thank you hi it's Tracy from uh, NTW um, my thoughts and reflections about the day is I was a little bit nervous before I came around whether I would understand. Um, I do OD but on a very grassroots level so I work in community mental health teams with what I would term real people um, and it's been quite inspiring that a lot of the theory I'm able to then go back and put into practice. So being able to be that practitioner and understanding it but going back and, and using some some techniques, particularly around the uh, storytelling and the writing. I think um, I've already spoken to my team around how we can use that. A lot of the um, capturing a lot of the stories around change at the minute and about how that's affecting real people and how they're feeling about it and how they feel about the services they provide. So it's it's been really inspiring, but also seeing the talent we've got has been quite quite emotional today. Thank you. Hi, it's Nicole. Um, I started my day with a bit of a brain mash really, trying to give good attention to a session about perspective and situation and remaining open to perspective and the sort of relationship between the two and what might be possible when you give good attention to how those things relate and where you are as part of it. You can understand why it was a bit of a brain mash. Um, I really kind of valued some of the rigour and precision of, around that and I spent the, the session trying to apply that in the room actually to work that I'm currently engaged in. So uh, that was a really good start to the day. 
Um, and later on in the day, through the webinar, I was really reminded of the challenge that we have about creating space and taking time out of the, I don't know, the, uh, how to describe it, often the chaos and the, um, the pressure of day-to-day -to, -day to find some space where we invite people to think and do very differently mm. in pursuit of trying to get a different kind of result, get people to a different place and to be able to offer a diff different part of them in pursuit of, you know, delivering a different outcome really and it was it's something that I encourage at work and it was really interesting to hear somebody who was up at some early hour across the pond um, you know at the other end of technology addressing us in the room in the UK really so that was a great reminder I think the diversity of how we've been encouraged to connect and learn has been great and I've hugely valued different ways of being able to do that and it's been really loud and really noisy at times <laughs> I think you know it's well, we've got big capacity to make big noise, really. And I'm looking forward to doing that bit later with you in the bar as well. And I appreciate <laughs> that bit might get edited out. <laughs> oh, we're definitely Great. keeping that in. You know, I agree. It's been... Today felt like going from lots of different spaces. So, you know, being in a big space with a keynote speaker and listening very attentively. And then uh, Karen and I ran a session, which was fantastic, about our app and the culture change tool. Um, and it felt very different holding that space rather than just sitting and taking stuff in. And then I've been in other sessions. I've had one-to-one -one conversations. All these different spaces where different things happen. And I've, I've really appreciated all the different bits of wisdom that I've picked up from everyone I've spoken to today. It's been great. So I hope you've enjoyed day one. Look forward to seeing what happens on day two. And thank you. Thank you. Halfway through day two, as the conference was nearing an end, I caught up with Abigail and Lucy to find out how it had been for them. So coming up for the end of day two, so how's it been for you today and how are you feeling as you leave the conference? Uh, so it's Abigail here. Uh, today the, the session that really stood out for me was the session looking at neuroscience and the brain, really interesting, as was the session this morning with John Shearer uh, looking at um, why we're doing what we're doing. Um, two days has been amazing, packed and I'm, my brain is full of stuff to digest and make sense of, so thank you. Hi, it's Lucy from NHS Bexley CCG. Um, I went today to a voice and body coach session and uh, an NHS section on um, change management. I think one of the things I'm going to take away today was something Anna said, uh, which seemed quite powerful, which was vowels are emotions and consonants are meaning. I'm definitely going to take that back to the workplace. Brilliant. Thank you both very much. So huge thanks to all of our NHS colleagues for being such a fantastic presence at the conference and thank you to ODN Europe for putting on a wonderful event. So now we're going back to Karen to have an update from the Leadership Academy. Thanks Paul. Um, as we spoke about last time, we're currently busy recruiting for our brand new director programme, which is focused towards helping all senior executive leaders. Applications for our Anderson programme are also ongoing. Our systems leadership programme, Intercept, will be open for applications starting Monday. So there's lots of excitement around recruitment for our, all of our programmes. Please log on to the Leadership Academy website to know the key deadlines. As well, we're also carrying out a sign-up campaign for patients and staff volunteers to come in and share their experiences with our participants. We'll be actively promoting this on our social media pages and it would be great if you or someone you know would like to volunteer as a patient, staff or carer volunteer. If you'd like to be a guest on a future episode of the Dudecast and tell us about what you're working on, we'd love to speak with you. 
or if you have any feedback, comments or ideas for the DuoD team, you can get in touch with us by email at do.od at nhsemployers.org or via Twitter at nhse underscore DOD or through LinkedIn OD Network. We'll see you again next month, everyone. Thanks for listening. <laughs>